0: Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 340, and Nikki Guns killed it again. Barely a clue, and he guesses. Let's see if you can, well, you're going to be able to guess it too, because he says it. But uh, Nikki Guns and I, NFL preview, the West, AFC West, NFC West for the NFL. And then we follow that up with me and Darth Wager. We give our picks for the first weekend of college football already here. Remember, we, we, our contact information is a little bit different. Send your emails. Send, send your direct message tweets. Any questions or comments to Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast at Talk Gambling on Twitter or TalkGambling at gmail.com. And uh, we'll try to answer those on the on the podcast. And, and if you have any comments, we might even share those. Uh, don't forget, MyBookieAG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. Enter their super contest for the NFL You pick five games every week. First place wins $100,000. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Don't forget the website. You can get your picks from two websites for right now. Uh, You can still go to JeffreyBlander.com if you want. But uh, starting about October, they're they're there now. You go to www.GamblingChalkTalkPodcast.com. And all the picks are there. There's a page for it. Top right-hand corner. Click the free picks. They're there. Major League Baseball, NFL, college football, when basketball starts, NBA and college will be there. They're absolutely free. Click on the Amazon banner ad while you're there. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice with all those winnings at no additional cost to you. And like I said, it looks like my book, Squeeze Play. I'm an author. The L.E. Armini Series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play, you can get it directly from the publisher of the wordriver.com. Or if Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user download it to your favorite electronic reading device. There you have it. Let's get to it. Episode 340. We go west looking for gold. Me and Nikki Guns. Nikki Guns, episode 340. Can you guess this player? His career ended in nineteen seventy one because of a left knee injury.
1: I'm gonna call it early. Yep. Gale Sayers.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Number 40. Yep. 76 years old from Wichita, Kansas. Kind of a tall running back or half back then, whatever they call it. Six foot, 198 pounds. That's kind of tall for a running back. Uh, went to high school. Back then it was tall too. Yeah. yeah. Went to high school at Omaha Central. Was a first round pick. In both the NFL and AFL draft, he is the fourth pick in the NFL draft, the fifth pick in the AFL draft. Uh, he was the Southern Illinois Athletic Director from 1976 to 1981. Four-time pro bowler, five-time first-team all-pro, comeback player of the year in 1969, rookie of the year in 65, uh, two-time NFL rushing leader in 66 and 69, his number 40 is retired by the Chicago Bears. He's on the NFL's 75th anniversary team as well.
1: Wow. I believe he scored was it six touchdowns in a game.
0: Uh, I don't know if that's on there, but. All I know is Al Bundy scored three touchdowns for Polkai one year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he yeah, has. So I think he scored six touchdowns in a game. And uh, I, just, I remember seeing his highlights from NFL films, and there, he was just ridiculous.
0: You know how I first learned about this guy? Brian song, Brian Piccolo. Oh, yep. Yep. So that's the first time I I heard of Gail Sayers. So Episode 340, number forty, Gail Sayers. As you said, on Twitter, you can follow you can follow the gambling chalk talk podcast on Twitter at Talk Gambling. Go west. Go west. We're gonna find some gold today, I think. We're going west. We'll start we'll start AFC West. Who should we start with in the AFC West? Uh, there's, this is going to be a good one. There's a lot to talk about in the AFC West. We I think we started with the NFC the last two, haven't we? Yep. All right, so we'll go AFC West. I'm not going to start with the Raiders. I think I'm going to start with the
1: Denver Broncos. Right. What do you like about Denver, Nikki Guns? All right, Denver Broncos. Um, Let me see here. Caught me off guard here. Hold on. Oh, you weren't see. ready for. Yeah, sorry. There we go. we ready for the Broncos. Uh, so this is what I love about Denver this year. Um, I think th- I know you were all over Tennessee on uh, their defense, thinking they might be the best defense in the league. I think this Denver defense is going to be the best defense in the NFL this year. Um, They're my number two. Okay. Yeah. They're my number two. That combo of um, Nick Chubb. Uh, Nick Chubb. Um, <laughs> I know even you when Bradley. Bradley. Bradley Chubb. I got uh, Cleveland on my mind coming for next week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with Derek Wolf and Von Miller, uh, just solid up front. I mean, they're going to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And Vic Fangio with yep. that, leading that defense yep. coming from it. the Bears. You got over a defensive specialist. Uh, the Orange Crush will be back this year. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. in the secondary. Kareem Jackson. um It's just going to be, you know, they brought over uh, a free agent, uh, Callahan, who from uh, the Bears in the secondary, he's going to reunite with Fangio. uh, Fangio. Um, I just think they're going to be extremely tough, uh, defensive minded team. They're going to run the ball. Flacco is going to a lot of running. Uh, He'll take his shots deep when he gets them. Uh, He's been real inaccurate deep of late. Um, I don't know if that's going to change or not, but. He's got to be an improvement over their passing game for what they've had the last few years. Um, as far as receivers go, Emmanuel Sanders looked fantastic the other night. He Coming off the, the torn, killies, right? Yeah, torn ACL, I think. Uh, he looks all the way back. Um, was it? Let's see. Yeah, I believe it was his ACL. I could be wrong. Um, they drafted a first-round tight end in Noah Fant out of Iowa. Okay. Good pickup. Um, Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. uh Sean Hamilton looked really good. Like they're coming on next year, and then their backfield, you know, is good. They got uh, Lindsey back there, and um, Freeman, who's not lived up to his hype. But I love that duo, though. Yeah, good duo. Um, Offensive line is, you know, they're going to be a lot better. Better, but they're not great.
0: No, they're going to be freaking fantastic. You know who they signed as offensive? Yeah, they got Munchak,
1: huge pickup.
0: They are going to.
1: He can take an average line and make him great.
0: This was this is one of my teams: the Titans, the Jets, the Broncos. I think are going to make a leap this year. I love the running back duo. I love Munchak as as the line coach. I, I am really high on 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 the
1: Denver Broncos this year. Hey, keep going. Uh, I mean, there's. I mean, I was just going to say, it. Munchak left to be with his grandkids. Um, you know, Pittsburgh had all that talent they drafted on an offensive line and never lived up to it till he got there, and now they're the best in the business. So um, I think he turns that line around. Flacco loves throwing to the tight end, so I think uh, Fant could have a big year as a rookie, even though rookie tight ends normally don't do things. And then uh, along with F- Fangio, they brought back uh, Ed Donatel, their, uh def- to be the defensive coordinator. Um, so, like I said, the strength of this team is on their D. Um their schedule to me looks very scary. Uh, I think their defense and ground game will keep them in a lot of games, and you know they'll probably be able to catch a break with some turnovers or stuff uh, to get some wins. But their their schedule is definitely difficult.
0: Yeah, uh, I am really high on the Broncos this year. They were almost my sleeper team of the year. Uh, I think the offensive line is going to be a plus with Munchak. They also signed Jawan Williams. They have they've had problems at right tackle. He solves that problem, so they they pick up they pick up him. I think Flacco is a very good fit for the way this team is going to play. They got Fangio, a defensive guy. I think they're going to marry their offensive style to match that defense. And like I say, knowing what you are, you have two good running backs, a a, a great offensive line coach, a good offensive line, and you put it together to match up with that defense. I think that it's going to be. Pretty dangerous. Be going old school Ravens here. It could be. And when Flacco's record, when he throws less than, I think, 35 passes, is like 42 and 2 or something silly like that. So, you know, let him throw just enough and let the running game take care of it. And then you you got Miller and Chubb, like you said. Uh, I think that's really good. Really good on the defensive line, really good on the offensive line. I put their QB play as even. It wasn't negative the last couple of years. Now it's at even. I have a question mark at the coaching. I'm not sure what Fangio is going to be, but he might be like a Bruce Arians who we talked about in the last podcast where a guy that finally gets his chance, maybe it's it's uh, Bruce Arians 2.0, uh, the, defensive, the defensive version of Bruce Arians maybe. Uh, I'm a little concerned with wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders looking good early helps in that. I agree with you on the schedule. That schedule's is tough. Uh, four winnable games. Two of those are on the road. Uh, Monday night, uh, they got. I think they have Oakland to start off. I believe is that on the road. I think it's on the road. That's too. on the road. That's
1: a winnable game though.
0: But you you hate to have those winnable games on the road. Uh, then they got Chicago home. They got Jacksonville home. That's helpful. But a very tough schedule. They're at Buffalo, November twenty fourth. November in Buffalo is never easy. But they have a team that can play in cold weather. Yep. So yeah. maybe that helps them a little bit.
1: It's a one o'clock game too, going east. So that's never easy either. Yep. So
0: that's a that's a
1: kind of a tough schedule for them. But that's the only negative I see. That
0: and they play in the AFC West. Yep. As a negative, uh, their he- over
1: under for the for the year for wins is seven.
0: Yeah, and I would definitely bang the over on that. I yep. think they're an eight and eight team, uh, and there's a team in this division I think takes a step back, and uh, we'll, we'll get to that team eventually. But I am I'm looking for big things from the Denver Broncos this year. I think uh, that they're gonna have they're gonna have a surprising season uh, because I think they are their a team that knows what they are, and John Elway, as you know, later in his career, just like Joe Flacco. When they turned to that defense and and relied on the running game, he won two Super Bowls. I don't think he forgot that. Nope. So uh, look for Denver. Surprise some people this year. Uh, You know, it wasn't that long ago they won the damn Super Bowl.
1: We're we're in agreement on Denver.
0: Agreement, Denver. The Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, boy. Uh, The Chiefs, they're, they're a lot of teams, a lot of people's favorites. Coming into this year, and I can see why they're a plus a QB. They got Mahomes. They're a plus at coach with Andy Reid. Their offensive line is very good. Their defensive line is not bad. Their secondary is not bad. I mean they they uh, they they picked up uh, the the was it the what are they called the the groundhog or the, the honey badger the honey badger the oh. groundhog. <laughs> 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 um. They are changing to a 4-3 scheme. This could either be a strength or it could be a detriment because it's a new scheme. Uh, three of their first four games are on the road. I think that's a little bit of a weakness too. But I think having Mahomes, having Andy Reid, and having the Honey Badger in that secondary is going to
1: help them immensely this year. Uh, what, what do you think about the Chiefs? So initially uh, I kept saying to myself, you know, the Chiefs, you know, the Mahomes can't duplicate what he did last year and statistically I don't think he's going to uh I'd still take him as the number one quarterback in fantasy but I just don't think he throws 50 touchdowns again um and I think his interception rate's going to go up he stuck a lot of those passes in there and then the more I've been studying and reading and listening I'm starting to wonder is this kid a generational talent is he that good with the right coach and the right system at the right time.
0: Through for 5,000 yards. Last right. Year. <laughs> is, is
1: everything in place for this kid, Mahomes, to just take off and dominate this year? And the more I researched and the more I thought about it, I'm saying, yeah. And from what I'm seeing from Kansas City, their front office, they're all in this year. They have sold out. They're in it to win it this year. Um, they brought over a new defensive coordinator, your boy from the Giants, Spagnolo. Yeah, he hasn't done much since the Giants. He hasn't, but he's got some horses to play with here in Kansas City. Yeah, he did have horses with the Giants. True. So, so I that, think maybe that's I a good thing. I think he's gonna turn things around this year. Um as far as their ground game goes, I think this is one of those systems just like he had in Philly where, you know, you saw it, Hunt got hurt, um, Hunt got suspended, and you know, the next guy stepped up. He ran wild. That guy got hurt. The next guy stepped up. So Spencer Ware came in. He ran wild. He got hurt. Damian Williams ran wild. So I think it's just a matter of their scheming and blocking that it doesn't matter who's back there. And they're they're so scared of Mahomes going up top to Hill and, and Kelsey that they can't load the box.
0: Don't forget about Sammy Watkins.
1: Yep. And don't forget they, they drafted this kid out of Georgia, Hardman, who ran like a 4-3-3 <laughs> yeah, three, three in the in – the, combine he's another burner he's the same size as tyreek hill so i wouldn't be surprised to see him sneak in a few plays out wide or in the slot and just run go routes and see how far uh mahomes can throw the ball um and then you got kelsey of course who you know yeah. is a matchup nightmare for everybody i agree with you on the offensive line you got all pros and eric fisher uh their right tackle schwartz is an all pro um over to the defense so last year, Chris Jones was a monster. Then they act. They pick up Frank Clark from Seattle before yeah. the drafts. Yeah, that's another fierce pass rusher. Yeah, another dominant defensive player. You add in the honey badger in the secondary. I mean, their linebackers are pretty good. Hutchins and Reggie Raglin. Um These got. I think the Chiefs are going all in. You know, they added uh, Emmanuel Agba from Cleveland on the defense. Rashad Breland, um, a cornerback from Green Bay, joined the team. Uh, Okafor from New Orleans on defense. They added Carlos Hyde as running back. They just they're they're adding all these quality uh, veteran players. Selling out um, their schedules not easy, but it's doable. Their over under is ten and a half. Give me that over all day. I like the Chiefs to dominate this division, five and one in the division, and win the division.
0: Okay. Uh- that is a tough schedule. They start out in September at Jacksonville, at Oakland. Then they get Baltimore home. Baltimore is going to be give people fits, especially early in the year when people are, are trying to figure out what's going on with them. And then they have to go to Detroit, which is not, you know, we'll, we'll know more about Detroit by week four, I think. Indianapolis home, Houston home. Then they go short week after that Houston game, at Denver on a Thursday night Packers home Vikings home got to go to Tennessee who I'm very high on and then they get Chargers in Mexico City on a Monday night it's a tough schedule that's a really tough you know really tough road to hoe uh, especially because last year's schedule they get you know San Francisco had Garoppolo when they played them but you know Jacksonville was was putrid Cincinnati's putrid Denver was down They went to Cleveland Cleveland wasn't good Against good teams last year Arizona stunk Um, You know the Rams game was epic But they they, That schedule was pretty favorable Last year for them So I'm staying away from the The over-unders On on, uh, Kansas City though Uh, So Who's their backup QB? Uh, Chad Henney yep or EJ Manuel one of those two yep Uh, let's move on to I'm not going to say it San Diego Los Angeles Superchargers I'll let you lead off for this one Nick
1: Uh, so this team originally I was super super high on Um, and then we talked the other night I think that injury to Derwin James is huge Um, I wished the Steelers had drafted him I fell in love with him last year the guy is a dominant playmaking safety i think his loss is going to be huge um i love philip rivers i love the things he does um i don't think the holdout by melvin gordon is going to really affect their ground game they've got enough guys there between ackler eckler and uh justin jackson uh to pick up the load um they lost mike williams i think that was a hit uh yeah. keenan allen's hurt again
0: so he's always hurt.
1: He's always hurt. Last few years, he's hurt again.
0: Hunter Henry back.
1: Yep, Hunter Henry's back. That's a big addition. I think the O-line's solid. Nothing, nothing special.
0: They got Virgil Green at tight end too. Isn't yep? Wasn't he a WWE superstar? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he with the with the the money
1: guy? <laughs> yeah, Virgil Ted, Ted Dibiase. Wasn't he with Ted Dibiase? <laughs> the million dollar man. <laughs> uh, defense. Uh, they you know bringing over Gus Bradley. That'll help. Um, they're strong on defense. Joey Boza, Melvin Ingram. Um, I think Anthony Lynn did a great job coaching last year. He he improved a lot. Yep, like I said, that that Derwin James, that I mean, it, that really hurts. Um, got Casey Hayward still, you know, hanging around. Um, they did not add much as far as veterans go in the offseason. season. Um, now
0: they added Tyrod Taylor as a backup. Yep, and they got the linebacker Thomas Davis, old old guy old. from uh, yep. Carolina. Yep.
1: I just think on this team right now, there's just Just too many question marks, and um, their schedule is also not easy. And I was really high on L.A. Uh, They're they're over-unders 10 for the year. Um, I don't see them reaching that number. Not with all the things going on with them right now. I am down on San Diego this year. I thought they had a lot of good fortune
0: last year. I think, again, this is a team where I think it's a benefit for them to play on the road. (laughs) <laughs> their stadium is just, you know, a soccer stadium. It's not a home it's, field. It's not a home field. There's nope. no home field advantage. You play 16 road games, basically. Uh, you did really well last year. That's got to wear at you at some point. And I think, you know, everything regresses to the mean. That's one of my sayings. And I think they regress to the mean. They got some distractions in Melvin Gordon. I'm a, they have a very good offense. Not very good. They have a good offensive line. Yep. But they've had some health issues, yep. and and but I mean they got a warrior as a quarterback in Phillip Rivers. He's, he, you know, out of that draft, you know he's he's really good. I he gets a lot more credit maybe than he should. I mean he he hasn't won Super Bowl like Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. Uh, so, but really good, really competitive. Uh, Anthony Lynn, no bullshit, no excuses type guy. They went seven and one on the road last year, which is like a home game for them. Yep. I don't think they can repeat seven and one
1: on the road. Mm. You're talking about maybe three, three less wins this year. A better Bronco team, yes. a solid Kansas, you know, even better Kansas City team.
0: Tell you what, I'm liking what I see out of Oakland yep. too. Yep. Uh, so we're going to talk about them next. Uh, that defensive line is really good. Um, so I, I'm, I'm just down on them. I, I like Keenan Allen. But he's got to stay on the field. I think, you know, I'd play hardball with, uh, with, with Melvin uh, Gordon. With Melvin Gordon. Uh, me too, absolutely. And just like uh, Jerry Jones is yep. right now. Yep. With Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, the Cowboys have more to lose with Zeke than the, than the Chargers do with
1: Melvin Gordon. I'd play hardball with him. I wouldn't give it at all. I wouldn't. And there's no contracts talk scheduled. I mean, as of right now, he's holding out into the season. I'm really excited about the kid out of Clemson, uh, Mike Williams, the receiver for them. So now it's his show. I mean, it's third year. It, it's third year. He's the guy. Uh, they lost. Um, the, he had ten touchdowns last year. Yep. The, yeah, but he. It was just basically touchdowns, you know. Yeah. Um Forty-three catches, ten touchdowns. Yep. Yep. So they lost uh, Terrell Williams. He went to Oakland. So like he's the he's the two guy now, and it's just you know him him Henry and uh, Keenan Allen. So it's his turn to step up.
0: All right, so we're kind of in agreement. Chargers, step back. We're kind of seeing it. We're seeing it the same in the uh, in the West here. Uh, let's get to our last team, the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. I, I, I'm really enjoying watching Hard Knocks. Uh, you'll have to come over and watch it. I know you don't have HBO. <laughs> You're going to have to come over to watch it. Uh, I am actually feeling pretty good about the Raiders. I think uh, Car is it, I always mix him up with his brother. Um, Derek is uh, is gonna have a good year. second year with with Gruden. understand things a little bit better. probably will see things a little bit better. I think Gruden's freaking awesome. Uh, he is I'm sorry but probably about 75% of coaching is getting players to buy in, getting them to believe in you. And you watch Hard Knocks, and he's he's freaking fantastic. He he's got those guys eating out of his palm of his hand. Uh, I I think he's a plus as a coach. I know everybody shits on him, the you know the hundred million dollar man and whatnot, but I think he's good. I like both their offensive and defensive lines. Not great, but they're not pushovers either. Secondary, Abrams better step up. I I've been a little cocky, been a little bit uh. Silly, from what I've seen on on uh, on Hard Knocks, but they really are going to need Abrams to, to be to be the guy in that secondary because that secondary uh, not so hot. Schedule is tough. That schedule is really tough for them. Uh, I'm a little concerned too. Having that tough schedule, if you start off slow, and you're moving to Vegas maybe next year if the if the stadium gets done, and you start off slow, does that town turn on you because you got Denver home on a Monday night that that's going to be a freaking banana scene on that night Kansas City home then you have to go to Minnesota then you have to go to the Colts and then you got Chicago and London and Chucky doesn't like to fly then you get the bye all right you a little rest okay here's your break coming out of the bye. go to Green Bay then go to Houston you finally get a break November 3rd, Detroit comes to you. That's your first break in the schedule. You could be 0-7 by then with the, with the with the city of Oakland turning on you because you're going to Vegas anyway. That That is the dangerous scenario you have with the Oakland Raiders right now. I think their offensive line has improved. Uh, I think that was the key to their great season in 2016. And... Carr survived that first year with Gruden and didn't blink. He freaking bought a house next to him in Las Vegas. He didn't blink. I think I think that's a good sign for them. What do you, what do you got for the Raiders?
1: Uh, so I love what they're doing as far as Gruden and Mayock just ripping it down and rebuilding. Um, I think
0: I, I like how they're handling AB with with those two guys. They are definitely working in unison. Mayock is bad cop. Gruden is good cop, yep. and it and AP has fallen for it totally, and it's working.
1: I think this is a big make-or-break year for Carr. Um, I don't know. I heard all these rumors that uh, Gruden was shopping for quarterbacks but couldn't find one, uh, so he stuck with Carr again. I think if Carr doesn't uh, step up this year and things don't go well for them, uh, this could be his last year in Oakland. We, we shall see. Uh, he's got the weapons at receiver. Uh, A.B., Terrell Williams from the Chargers who we were just talking about. The Doss kid from Alameda. Yeah, a lot of talk about this tight end, Darren Waller. I guess he's a nightmare matchup. He was Um,
0: uh, in the league with with Baltimore. They just showed this in the last Hard Knocks.
1: (laughs) Was heavy into drugs. He's been sober almost a year or two, he said. And every player is saying he's the man. Yeah, so I'm hearing a lot of good things about him. Uh, the line is average, and normally with Derek Carr, the only time he's had a lot of success is when the line is above average or exceptional. That could be an issue, um, especially if they can't establish the ground game. They took that kid, Josh Jacobs, uh, with one of their first-round picks. I like him a lot. I think he, be good, he was really good at Alabama. Um, I think he will get the ball regardless. Um, as far as on the defensive end goes – that kid Farrell out of Clemson, monster. Uh, we'll see how how he you know how he plays in the NFL. First year rookie uh, linebacker corpse last year were atrocious. So they brought in Burfict and Brandon Marshall uh, as a little overhaul. You know, try to how get some... you like
0: Burfict being a, a Pittsburgh oh, Steeler guy. God.
1: Now he gets to play with Antonio. Now they were sworn enemies, and now they're they're back together it, in Oakland. I'm not
0: even. I have no skin in the game in the NS, in the AFC North. And I couldn't stand that guy.
1: Yeah, he won't make it through the. He's constantly getting concussed, or he'll cheap shot somebody, or you know he'll he'll be out of there. Um, You know, Abram, the first round pick in the secondary. So there's some glimpses of uh, things coming together there. I don't watch the Hard Knocks, so I'm not buying into any of the hoopla. Um,
0: They only show the good stuff in Hard Knocks, of course. So So I could just
1: see how you said how tough their schedule is in the beginning. If they start out zero and three or zero and four, I can tell you right now, Antonio Brown is going to become a nightmare. Uh, Even if they win a few of those games, and Antonio Brown's not getting his catches and his stats, he's going to become a nightmare. Um, You know, if he was able to cause such chaos in Pittsburgh with Big Ben and Tomlin there, with Carr there, he'll walk all over him. Rumor was the reason he got out of Pittsburgh; he wanted the locker room, and it was Big Ben's locker room, so. I could just see the wheels coming off with Antonio Brown. Never mind. I just don't think Carr's style meshes with Antonio Brown. A lot of Brown's plays were made off those scramble, backyard, you know, Big Ben, keep the ball alive, throw it up for grabs for him. That is not the kind of quarterback Carr is. So, But
0: you know, you know who's going to shine because of the way Derek Carr plays? Slot receiver Hunter Renfro. I've heard that, yep. Because he's going to get rid of the ball quick, and he gets open quick. They're comparing him to Julian Edelman already. Okay. They showed a picture of him in Hard Knocks. The
1: Renfro from Clemson? Yeah.
0: Yep. His body looks like Tom Brady's body during that, we you know the combine. Mm-hmm. That's what his body looked like. Gruden put his picture up and says, we're going to get bigger, stronger, faster. Look at look at the guys we draft, and he showed, the, he showed the picture of
1: Hunter Renfro with just his skivvies on. Oh, that poor kid, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So you got Renfro, and then you got the, the tight end Waller, two guys going to be roaming the middle yeah. of the field. And they're going to be drawing single coverage with Antonio and Williams out there. Don't forget, they got that vet, Luke Wilson, from uh, Seattle. From Seattle. Good tight end. Solid blocker.
0: Yep. Their offense is going to be pretty good. Their offense, I don't know about the defense. Over-under
1: for the Raiders is six. I would go under.
0: I would go. I think it's right around six,
1: unfortunately.
0: Um, But – you know, stranger things have happened. I a problem is a lot of their you know, winnable game. Jets is a winnable game for them. But they gotta go to the Jets and it's a, a one o'clock game. So it's like ten in the morning for those guys. Uh, uh, so the Raiders. I I I think they're a push at six. Guns sinks are an under. So there you have it. The AFC West. Hey, before we get on to the uh, NFC West, uh gotta tell you about the website. New website, Nikki Guns, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Got the website. Uh, the picks will be on that website, so you don't have to go to jeffreylander.com uh, anymore. That's more my my writing stuff my, uh, as an author. I got a website designated specifically for the podcast and the picks. You can go there. You can still go to jeffreylander.com for the next month or so. I'll put them. Up, I'll put the picks up on both places. Uh, but you just click on the top. On the top, say, there's like a little home page, and on the right hand side, it'll say free picks. Click on that, and there's the. there'll be an NFL page, there'll be a Major League Baseball page. You can go there uh, for your picks. Gambling chalk talk, chalk talk Podcasts.com. Just like the website, just like the podcast. So that's there. There's an the Amazon banner ad. Click on that. Buy yourself something nice with all those winnings. And, and, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show, no additional cost to you. And uh, don't forget about MyBookieAG. Sign up at MyBookieAG. There's a banner ad on that website. Sign up for the super contest, 100 bucks. If you come in first, you can win $100,000. $100,000. The top 15 places win money. If more than 2,000 people sign up, there'll be even more money in the in the pot for people to win. Uh, so go to MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, when you sign up. NSC West. Where are we going to start in NSC West? Let's see here. I don't want to start in San Francisco. Let's start off with the Arizona Cardinals. What you got guns on Arizona. You're not getting much in preseason. They're not showing jack shit. Just like the Redskins didn't show anything when they had RG3. They're not
1: showing anything right now. You, you just stole my thunder, <laughs> Totally. Totally agree. Um, You know, right now, everybody's down on um, Kingsbury. They're saying he doesn't know what he's doing. He's outmatching the NFL. Um, You know, Murray looked horrible, his second preseason game.
0: I'd be down on the
1: the GM, Steve Kine. Yeah, everybody relax, okay? I got a feeling, and I wrote these numbers down, and I'm not going to give you my – I've just got a lot I like week one – Arizona more to come. A but lot we could one. be could be some silver bullet lead pipes coming out of Arizona oh. week 1. Uh, yeah.
0: The uh, they're playing against the Silver playing and the Blue Lions, team. They're playing yep.
1: Detroit yep. in Detroit. So um no, excuse me, home against Detroit. Home. So I got a feeling it could be an ambush, but we'll we'll get to that. Uh so I am a believer in Kingsbury. Um I know his college career is checkered. Um I love their he doesn't have an offensive coordinator, but he has a passing game coordinator and a quarterbacks coach, Tom Clements, he worked with Cordell Stewart in Pittsburgh. Okay, so he has some similar, you know, he has some familiarity with a, with a quarterback who's a little undersized. You know, may not throw the best, although Murray definitely throws better than Stewart did, um, and ha- and is mobile. So I think they're just laying low, not showing a single thing, and come week one it is going to be an offensive explosion. Uh, I love David Johnson. Um, receiving core. Is Fifth, young. Year.
0: Fifth year. Can he stay healthy? He has, he's been banged up. He
1: has. Uh, he missed really, though, with one main year. But, yeah, he's he's been nicked. Uh, it doesn't help his offensive line is awful. Awful. 3.6 um,
0: yards per carry is actually an
1: achievement with that offensive right. line. Right. By the end of the year last year, I mean, they had backups at every single position. So three of them are back, no doubt about it. Pugh and Humphreys, definitely going to start. Shipley is going to be their center. Can Pugh Um, stay on
0: the field? He never stayed on the field for the Giants or the
1: Cardinals. Or Shipley. He gets hurt all the time, too. Yeah. Uh, They picked up Marcus Gilbert, tackle from the Steelers. Got J.R. Sweezy from Seattle. So, hopefully, it's at least average. I don't think it is. Receiving core, besides Fitzgerald, is young. They got a lot of burners now. Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella out of UMass. So there's some excitement there, but I think their season is going to come down to how good their offensive line can block. Um, As far as their defense goes, I think they're pretty good defense. They're getting Vance Joseph from the Broncos. I like that pickup. Um, He can control the defense for for Kingsbury. He has some head coaching experience. Yep. Not very good head coach, but maybe
0: he's better off as a coordinator. Kingsbury
1: can leave that side alone. Um, Defensive line is fair. Uh, They're lacking. Jones. Well, I consider him a linebacker. They're yeah. going to go to the three four now, but um, I consider the line they're they're just missing that that one huge playmaker. Uh, linebackers, Chandler Jones, love it. I think he's a monster. I think he's underrated actually. Um, so yeah, they're switching to the three four. I guess he dropped a bunch of weight. T Sizzle's going to be there.
0: As I say, they got <laughs>
1: they got T Sizzle as a linebacker going to provide some there. So. I mean, he's a veteran. He's not... He went to Arizona State. Yeah. Oh, that's why he wants to finish there. Yeah. yeah. He's not what he used to be, but he'll be yeah. He'll be solid. He can um Peterson suspended for, I think it's four, four games. games. So they'll miss him beginning of the year. I like their young safety duo of uh, Buda Baker and Swearinger. Uh, two athletic bangers in the secondary. So there's, there's some stuff to work with there. So um, their last five games real 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 tough um i love them in week one that's just a little preview i love their point total in week one that's a little preview um last five games big trouble rams
0: pittsburgh cleveland at seattle at the rams
1: big trouble right there (laughs) so if they're gonna get over those five wins they're gonna have to do it early in the year is it
0: five and a half they're
1: five five yep and i think they're capable of it so I don't know.
0: They're winnable games.
1: I think they're gonna this, steal a few games this, just off a scheme.
0: This is their problem though. Their winnable games are road games. Yep. At Cincinnati, one o'clock start. Well, home against Detroit, they can win. At the Giants, one o'clock start. At yep. Tampa Bay, you know, early start. Yep. <laughs> it's that's not a no. That's not good when your winnable games are on the road. They're home games, they're non division home games. Detroit, okay, maybe that's winnable especially yep. in week 1. Carolina, maybe. I don't know. Atlanta? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, let's see. Pittsburgh? Probably not. Cleveland? Probably not. That's not good. Yep. That's not good. I am not high on the Cardinals at all. I'm not a believer in Kingsbury. Um, I am I'm not I'm not a believer in this owner. I'm not a believer in this general manager. Uh, the QB I have as a question mark. At least he's a pro. He's an athlete. He's played professional baseball. But the coach, I'm, I'm, he's a question mark too. I think the offensive line is still god-awful. So that's not helping their, their Kyler Murray. That's not helping David Johnson. Their defensive line to have is even. I, th- I don't think it's bad. Their secondary I think is pretty good. That schedule is tough. When your winnable games are on the road uh, and they're all East Coast games, early starts, I am really down. Uh, they're switching back to a 3-4 defense. Maybe that helps their defense a little bit too. But it's they have four winnable games and three of them are on the road. And they're over under five.
1: I and like the over.
0: I, I think you'll go – I'm not going to touch it because it's an unknown – in the quarterback, it's an unknown in the coach. But I would go under because Vegas tends people always think positive and want to take overs. And so the number is usually inflated a little bit. So just keep that in mind. I would I would stay away from that over. I'm not believing in them at all. All right. The Rams. LA Rams. New stadium's gonna be fantastic. Uh Supposedly not using public money, but really they're sneakily are using public money. But that's a different story for probably inside the lines on ESPN to do, not us. Uh, <laughs> what you got for the
1: Rams? Uh, just, I mean, it's there's not much to uh, talk about. I mean, they're loaded. Um, besides the Super Bowl hangover, it's it's really hard to pick holes in this team. Um, I think Golf is. Underrated under McVeigh, I think he's going to have an even better year. Uh, fantasy sleeper. Uh, I hear, heard he worked out with a coach on his mechanics every single day to just yeah oh, throwing coach like yeah, Brady make all his throws exactly the same on every throw. Um, Gurley, I think the arthritic knee is a little overblown. And today, I like
0: I like the I like the pickup of Daryl Henderson too. Yep, they're not going to use him as his backup. They're using him as like a like an air back. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh, you know, in today's day and age, with all the medicine and they, they know what they're doing, they'll, they'll keep Curly healthier than they did last year when they overused them. Uh, they're loaded at receiver. Cooper Cup is back. Not a weakness there. Um, offensive line was great last year. They're going to have two new starters this year, but it shouldn't be that much of a drop off. Um, what can I say? They're D-line. They got the best defensive player in the game. Um, I think... The fact that Dominican Sue's gone is addition by subtraction.
0: Third year for Wade Phillips, and usually his teams peak defensively in the third year. Okay,
1: After that, it goes downhill. Yep, yep. Uh, I like Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator. Um, Dante Fowler Jr., great addition last year. Clay Matthews, great pickup last year. Um, They added Weddle this year in the secondary. Great veteran pickup. Guy knows what he's doing. Always in the right place. Causes turnovers.
0: I have that as their strength, the best yeah. strength of their team. Tlaib, Peters. I, I think you're going to get a bounce back year from Peters and Tlaib. They signed Weddle. I think they really upgraded their secondary just because Peters and Tlaib are not going to have back-to-back bad years like
1: that. And, and Weddle will help them, another veteran veteran guy back there. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, they're a veteran, you know, veteran team. They added veterans. And I think if things go the right way for them, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to not win this division again not much to say about them they' they're loaded I, I I like them for this division as well just because I don't think the other three teams
0: are, are worth a damn uh, so yeah I think they made a lot of changes in offensive line I'm not sure that's gonna be one of their strengths this year uh, they had to convince Andrew Andrew Whitworth to, to not retire and come back so I'm a little concerned about the offensive line. Uh, Whitworth, he's 14 years, a 15-year guy. Um, The offensive line might be a weakness this year. Um, I think quarterback play, you talk about uh, Goff working on his accuracy, working with a coach, that's a good thing because over the final seven games of the season, he just completed 57% of his passes. So that that was a problem. At least he recognized it and worked on it. Uh, Coaching, I think Mave will come back – with a vengeance. He uh, said he learned a lot from that Super Bowl yep. loss. Yep. Uh, but I, I'm concerned about their offensive line play and the defensive is going to be great. The secondary is going to be great. The defensive line is great. Their schedule is not bad. Uh, the schedule is not bad. You look at that schedule and you know, you, you open up at Carolina, which might be a dangerous game to open up with uh, new Orleans home. Okay. That's tough. Then you're at Cleveland. That's a, a, a pretty tough three-game stretch. But then you get Tampa home. And then you're at Seattle and then San Francisco. I'm not so – we'll talk about San Francisco in a little bit. Not bad. You get Cincinnati and London. I mean, not a really tough schedule because of their division. Uh, what's their over-under? It's it's probably 10
1: and a half. That's the one I didn't get.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't touch them. Uh, but I do have a regular season bet to maybe take a look at, and that is for MVP regular season MVP usually goes to a quarterback, right? And McVeigh, offensive coach, running back, a little banged up, not going to get as many carries. They might rely on Golf a little bit more. His odds to win the MVP are plus thirty three hundred. Wow! And that's a that's a loaded offense with McVeigh as a coach. A defense that's going to get you the ball back. Golf could have have a big year and, and get MVP. That's yeah, a
1: good call right there. I agree with that. So, yep. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think they win this division. And I think because the division is not that good, they can actually maybe play a little bit smarter with uh, Todd Gurley this year and have him ready and uh, healthy for the playoffs. So, there we go, the Rams. Agreement again on the Rams. San Francisco 49ers. Their strengths. I think uh, left tackle, uh, Staley, had been injured. Uh, I think he being there at tackle, again, he's a little long in the tooth. I hope he stays healthy. Uh, Would be good. Weston Richburg, center. He's injured again. He was a good center for the Giants. Always had a habit of getting hurt. So they're already getting a little banged up on that offensive line. Uh, That's scaring me a little bit. Uh, I'm a little concerned about Garoppolo's health. He can't stay on the field. I don't care about what he's done in preseason. The dude's coming off an ACL injury and whatever. Has no wide receiver targets either. Unless, I mean, Pettis, maybe he has a a better year. I I know you got Kittle. uh, But I'm a little concerned of of who he's going to throw the ball to. But they have a stable of running backs. Are pretty darn good, um, and I think their schedule—they can start off pretty good in the, in the with their schedule. Six of the first eleven are very winnable. They're at Tampa to open up, then they're at Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Game Three. But at least they get them home. Right, get the bye week. Cleveland home on a Monday night. Then you're you're at the Rams, and then on the twentieth you're at Washington. You get Carolina home, and then you're at Arizona. That's a pretty good start to the schedule. Get yourself confident, and now the end of the year is tougher for you. But you're you've got a good record. You're playing with a little confidence, and you got a little bit of swagger going into the end of the year. The defense has got to do more than it did last year, too. The defense was just atrocious last year. Um, you know, so <laughs> again, the West maybe not that good. What, what what do you got for the Niners?
1: Um so my first thought was I just looked back at the year Kyle Shanahan had coaching, you know everybody was down on him to play that year with no Garoppolo, no McKinnon, so your two starters are out for the year, nobody at receiver all year. I mean they moved the ball every single game they played. Didn't always put up points, kicked a lot of field goals, but kicked a lot of field goals even with Garoppolo on the field right. though. Just goes to show though, his offense and his schemes He's gonna be able to scheme mismatches, get guys open and move the ball. Uh thought it was a big addition to get Coleman from Atlanta at running back.
0: I really like him at running back.
1: Game breaker. Uh so that'll give McKinnon time to get back.
0: Doesn't need the ball all the time either. Right.
1: And then you got two hammers and And Breida and Mozart. And they got
0: got Coleman for almost nothing. Yep.
1: Nobody wanted him. Yep. Um I like those two backups, Breida and Mostert. Uh they both had, you know, their moments last year when they were able to get some run. Um I think at receiver, uh, no game breaker. But I think Marquise Goodwin has it in him. It's, he's just never been consi- you know, consistent. Dante Pettis, I thought, had a pretty good rookie year. Uh, second year, he should be better. Uh, they drafted Debo Samuel, who has potential to be a game breaker out of South Carolina. Uh, big Clemson, play receiver, Clemson. Uh, Clemson okay,
0: that's, that's yeah, in South Carolina. No, you're right. Though. Yeah, from South. <laughs> yep.
1: Um, he was a he. Can, he can be a game breaker. He plays angry. They picked up Jordan Matthews, veteran. Um, and then with Kittle, I think it'll be enough. Um, I You mentioned Staley. I like their other tackle that was their first-round pick last year, McClinchy. Um, he's he's coming around. He's got a chance to be really good. Uh, I think one of their strengths is their D-line. Um, added d Ford. They added d Ford, Huge. Nick Boza, huge. So as long as he plays anywhere close to what his brother does. Uh, DeForest Buckner, you know, in the middle, not a good pass rusher, but – clogs the run and you know they need these guys they drafted in the first round uh, armstead and solomon to solomon thomas to step up and start delivering like first round picks um i think linebacker they're just average kwan uh,
0: alexander's had some good years he needs to
1: yes do it again yep it's been a couple of years since he's had one Yep, malcolm smith's been nothing special uh secondary wise i like jimmy ward uh i sherman is you know he's not what he used to be but he, he's not a pushover out there either. Um, Jason they, Verrett yep. has
0: been a good player in the past. It, you know, Achilles injury, knee injury. Yep. Can he bounce back from
1: that? That's a big yep. question mark. So uh, I agree. I think their schedule is doable. Um, I just worry. I don't know. There's just something. I don't know. Something not right. Yeah, I can't. I I don't just have a great feeling about him. I don't have. A, I don't have a horrible feeling about him either. Um, and I think if things don't go well this year, I think if they muddle around that five hundred mark, I think you're going to start hearing questions about Shanahan and Lynch and what are they doing? And because Lynch has not hit on a lot of those draft picks. No. I mentioned Sol, uh, T- Solomon Thomas. I mentioned Eric Armstead. I mean, those when you drafting guys in the first round, they've got to produce, and when they don't, and you swing and miss, it hurts. So, think the
0: Kittle in the fifth round. I mean, that was that a was CO. great pick. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a
1: lot of people passed him over. So they're they're over their win totals eight this year, and I got them right right on the number. I think they're right about yeah. that too. All right, last team in the West. We haven't found gold yet in the West, have we? Nope.
0: Maybe the Rams. Will they strike gold this year? Gold, Maybe. I had
1: gold for the Rams, and I had gold for Kansas City in the, in the Midwest. So yeah. Yep. Uh, Seattle Seahawks.
0: Uh, I'm a little concerned about their skill position players. I'm a little concerned. We mentioned Frank Clark going to Kansas City, them losing them. Uh, they traded them because they weren't going to be able to sign them. Um, you know, they played it right, unlike Houston with Jadavian Clowney. <laughs> they haven't played it right. Uh, Seattle at least played that part right, but I'm, I'm a little concerned about the defensive line play. I think that's going to be down for them this year. I think they have a, a decent secondary. And Pete Carroll, a, a former secondary coach, uh, he always gets the most out of his secondary. So I'm not really concerned about their secondary. Some strengths for them. I think they have a serviceable offensive line. They're not terrible anymore. So that's that's actually an improvement. Uh, I think their schedule is kind of mingling some soft games in there. So they don't have like a tough six, seven game stretch. There's always like a little, there's no cupcakes in the NFL, but there's, a few games intermingled in there. You know, Cincinnati leading off with them. And then three games later, you're at Arizona. And then on November 3rd, you get Tampa home. Yeah, there's just enough games intermingled in there where they can never, they, not say never, but they, they're not going to have a stretch where like, oh, shit, they lost four in a row. That's not going to happen for them. Uh, the Russell Wilson, great at quarterback. I think, I mean, Pete Carroll's a great great coach. He's won a Super Bowl. He's, he's won a national title in, in, in college. The guy's a winner. Uh, I'm a little concerned about the defensive line play. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see where they where they go from there. Uh, what do you got for, for Seattle?
1: Well, all starts with Wilson. Um, I was looking up some stats on him today. He's won more regular season games in his first seven seasons than any quarterback in NFL history. That's incredible uh, he he's just a winner so I look at you know their schedule and their team and I don't know if they really improved from last year at all but regardless with Russell Wilson it's almost like anytime you got Brady anytime you got Roethlisberger, when you got that stud who just knows how to win they're they're gonna be in every game and they're gonna be in it till the end throughout the season I love uh, Chris Carson this year at running back um. I think he's going to have a, a monster year. And you got Rashard Pen, uh, Rashad Penny backing him up, uh, number one pick this year. I'm a little bur- worried about their receiver position. Um, Doug Baldwin was let go because of his injury history. So it's all going to fall on Lockett this year. I don't know if Lockett's a true number one. And DK uh,
0: Metcalf, doesn't he have something wrong with his he knee He had surgery
1: on his knee. Yeah. Uh, and even that, being a rookie, um, yeah. you know, yeah, incredible athlete, great straight-line speed, but – Takes a lot more than that to get open in the NFL. So, I don't know. Russell's one of those guys, though, too. He always does it with no, just like Brady. They don't need receivers. They yeah. they just throw to whoever's open. So, I'm sure they'll be okay. Um, I agree with you about the O line. I think it's solid and they're tough run blockers, but I don't think they're anything special. Um, as far as defense goes, their D line, they traded Frank Clark. So, they, they really have no pass rushers now on the D line. I worry a lot about their D line. And you give, uh, you know, golf and the Rams, plenty of time like that sitting back there. They're going to find openings. Um, their linebacking core, I mean, Wagner's the best in the game. I know he signed that big extension. Uh, Michael Kendricks is back after his uh, federal conviction from Philly and K.J. Wright, so they should be pretty good there. I think they're secondary. There's not a lot to like there either. Um, other than other, than other than than their Carroll. Yeah, other than Carroll. Um only other thing about Carroll uh, that makes me a little scared, they run such basic vanilla offense and defense, which they were able to get away with when they had all that talent on yeah, the Legion true. of Boom. They were just better than you. They could just man up on you, play you straight up. They had safeties that covered a lot of ground, so They didn't need to be fancy. They didn't need to blitz. They can't do that anymore, and that's, you know, that's what their defense has been doing a lot. If you're not putting pressure on the quarterback with your front floor, you got to start sending numbers. So You mean you're not a big believer in Brian Schottenhammer as an offensive coordinator? No. And, uh, you know, they're almost regressing. They're, they're going more to the run game when all the analytics say you got to throw now. So we'll see. Uh, it worked for them last year. I don't know if it works again for them this year. I see them muddling right around that nine-win mark. Uh, their over-under for the season is eight-and-a-half. Uh, so I love Russell, but I do not love Seattle. I think, though, they will be competitive throughout the year. Yeah, agreed.
0: So there we have it. The West is done. I forgot one bet that I wanted to give in the AFC West. You can actually bet on teams not to win the Super Bowl. And I'm going to bet against Andy Reid not to win the Super Bowl at minus 900. Wow. Not great at minus 900, yep. but, you know, uh, but uh, was it minus? Oh, plus 900. I think it's plus nine hundred to uh, not win to not win the Super Bowl. Uh, no, it was minus nine hundred. My bad, minus nine hundred. So, uh, yeah, that's the only only thing I missed throughout that one.
1: Anything else to add about the West? That's about all I had to say for the West. Any any uh, NFL news you want to add or anything? No, uh, you know. So we'll uh, we'll try to do the uh, the North on Friday. Yep, and, and then we'll, we'll we'll air that we'll air that on a Monday probably though. Yep. So we'll sometime over the weekend or Friday we'll get that in, and then it's uh, we'll do our predictions, and then it's it's going to be before you know it the season's going to be on us. I can't wait. Tell you what, it's the third game of preseason. This is this is a little bit more real in, the, in game three. Yep. Lots of fantasy drafts to do. Um, excited about those. I I love love. In
0: preseason, I don't usually bet preseason. Actually, I can't say that. I bet in every every week of preseason, I bet on a game, um, and I've won every one I bet on. By the way, <laughs> I love the Giants getting three points. Uh, I think they're playing on Thursday. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I I really like the Giants on Thursday. They were they're playing the Bengals. They were only getting a point. Uh, that the they were. The Bengals were giving a point, and now it's three points to the Giants. Uh, I think the Giants, especially Shermer in year two, are, are looking to win in the preseason and really get some confidence going. And the Bengals are banged up. I think they're just trying to stay healthy. Uh, I I love the Giants getting three points. in the. I, I'll probably just take them with, with the money line because they're going to win that preseason game. I just think – you just kind of look for those teams that are are, are hungry and are taking the, the preseason a little bit more seriously. The Raiders, uh, you know, just the Vikings coming off a bad year. The teams I've, I've kind of zeroed in on in this preseason, just if you want to win a little bit of money in the preseason. There you go. All right, little bonus there. All right, college football picks with Darth Wager. Darth, we have college football picks, but before that, you – you have a, a food allergy or something? What were you talking about?
2: No, a food review.
0: Oh, food review. I thought you had a food allergy to a Whopper or something you were saying.
2: No. I mean, technically my heart does, but... <laughs> um, No. So the Whopper just came out with a patty that is zero, I repeat, zero percent beef.
0: What the hell is it?
2: made of vegetables, soy, and egg, and I taste-tested it. Okay. And I'm telling you, if you have a heart condition like myself, you should go and get it because it is fantastic and it tastes exactly like a burger. Really? Like, you cannot tell it's not a burger. It even has that grease taste to it that uh, Burger King burgers have. It is phenomenal. Is it full I cannot of, believe how
0: good Is it full of trans fat and you're gonna die like of a uh, clogged artery anyway? Uh I
2: mean I'm sure the cheese on it has some trans fat.
0: But
2: yeah, I don't know. Um <laughs> but it's really
0: good. <laughs> well at
2: one, at one point I was like, it said zero percent beef. I wonder if this is like ground chicken or like ground pork. Yeah, so I had to like it up to make sure they weren't fucking with me because you really
0: could not taste the plant in it at all. Man, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's funny because we—I <laughs> just drove by Burger King with my kids, two of my kids, on Monday, and it was five o'clock in the afternoon, kind of like a dinner time, round dinner time. The only cars in the parking lot were two, and those were the two workers in there. And, I, and, my, and my kids are like, is that place closed? I'm like, no, they're open. Wow. Yeah. It's funny, I stopped at the one in Vernon, and the line was out the door. Yeah, because they they made a new burger. It's called the, the fake heart attack burger.
2: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All
0: right. Call Darth. Episode 340. There's two games on Saturday. I think both are actually going to be fun to watch. Uh, which one do you want to start with first, the early one or the late one? The early one. All right, Florida, minus 7.5 versus Miami. Do you want to lead off or do you want me to lead off?
2: Look, I'm going to tell you one thing, brother. I listen to entirely too much Dan Levitard and Stu God. And where are they based out of? Uh, I believe it'd be Miami. They're based out of Miami. And I listen, actually, more than I listen to the regular show, I listen to The Local Hour, which they talk about local sports. And granted, they've just been shitting on Florida all week, saying Felipe whatever, what's his name? Uh, I almost said Felipe Sparks, but that's a singer. Uh, he sucks, and Florida sucks, and like some of them are like, they're going to cover... They're probably not going to win, though. I'm going to take Miami, who has the best defense in the game here, to win uh,
0: by covering. <laughs> so, we're in agreement because I- I'll go through it. Neutral field, I'm a little scared because Florida is 28-1 and in openers. Their only loss... Was on a neutral field in 2017 against Michigan. So Miami, Miami's got that going for him. Florida is really good and went ten and three last year. And they're gonna compete for Georgia in the East Division of the SEC this year. I'm a little concerned about their offensive line though. They uh they have a uh wide receiver in Van Jefferson, very dynamic. He makes plays. Uh defense is led by Jonathan Grinnard. Uh but you got to look at Miami. There's 33 and two versus Florida schools, Florida schools that are not Florida State. They lost a neutral site opener last year against LSU, 33-17. Miami really underachieved last year. It probably led to the uh, early retirement of Mark Wright. Probably retired instead of getting fired. He gets replaced by Manny Diaz. You know what Manny Diaz was before he was head coach of Miami? For Florida. No, he was the defensive coordinator for Miami. He came up with the turnover chain. He is kind of like the heart and soul of that team anyway. And what's the heart and soul of that defense? The heart and soul of that team is their defense. And it's really good. And even though their offense was putrid last year, they went seventy-seven and 6 because of that defense. The front seven might be even better than Clemson's. And that says a lot. Uh, Jonathan Garvin, uh, the Jonathans lead their defensive line. Jonathan Garvin and Jonathan Ford for Miami. They also have a stud linebacker, Michael Pinckney. Uh They have uh, Shaquille Quarterman, Romeo Finley in the secondary. Uh, so I think – I'm sorry, those are, those are three stud linebackers. Their secondary has uh, Trajan Brandy. Their secondary is probably their weakest link on that defense. But that gets covered up because their front seven so good. They have a USC transfer, uh, Bubba Bolden, uh, to, to uh, help in the back, in, in the secondary with uh, Trajan Brandon to help uh, stop Van Jefferson. Manny Diaz, not your typical first year head coach. I just said he was a defensive coordinator in Miami. His dad was the mayor of Miami. He knows this team, he will have them locked in. Miami covers. Miami, if offensive coordinator Dan Emos can get that spread coast offense going, Miami will upset Florida in the, on, on Saturday in the opening of college football.
2: Does it concern you that they only named their starter last week?
0: No, because they're, they're relying on their defense, not their offense anyway.
2: Okay, and second, how excited are you for game day?
0: We'll say that again? Say what? Game
2: day, you know, you know how they tape yeah. game day usually where the game's at. Do you know where they're taping it? Where? Magic Kingdom, baby.
0: Oh Jesus! Really?
2: Yeah, you missed it by a week.
0: I missed it by a week. Damn, I was there. I wonder who
2: the guest is going to be.
0: Uh, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy. I
2: don't think Mickey to gamble. So I'm wondering who the guest picker will be.
0: Uh, Who's the, the, the bad Goofy, the fat one, the muscular one uh, Pete, Pete, my uh, wife My wife's out gardening, she yells Pete
2: <laughs> I think uh, I think Kylo Ren Picks the game Because you have Star Wars land opening Next week So I think Something Star Wars does the pick uh,
0: But Star Wars isn't at Magic Kingdom that's at Hollywood Studios.
2: I know Jeff, but they're still all under the Disney umbrella. Okay. Like everything else in the world.
0: Alright. So so are we having a bet? You're saying the Star Wars person is going to make the pick. Do I get the yeah. field?
2: Star Wars versus the field? Alright, then I want plus three
0: hundred. No way. I'll give you plus <laughs> one fifty.
2: Plus one fifty? I want Star Wars and um Toy Story no and, no the whole Hollywood studio
0: Th- that's even money if you get Toy Story it's
2: even money alright fine even though I think the, a backdoor covered by a princess is probably gonna land it
0: oh wow watch <laughs> it be like uh, the, the chick from Frozen or something <laughs>
2: yeah, because
0: I would close them too. That's my fear. Uh, well, I well, five dollars on it. There we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Second game. You got to stay up for this one. It's worth stay, staying up if you're on the East Coast. I think it starts at like ten thirty at night. But you have Arizona minus eleven at Hawaii. Arizona has some really good skill position players and Hawaii runs the run and shoot. It's going to be a, a scoring fest if you like offense. If you like ground and pound boring football, not for you. But I don't think anybody likes that shit other than like hardcore football coaches. No. Who, who who you got in this one or do you want me to lead off in this one? Uh,
2: I I can lead off. Okay. Um I'm going to take Hawaii. It's not a neutral site
0: game, correct? It's in Hawaii. Yeah, I'm going to take Hawaii
2: to cover the 11
0: points. Okay, I have. I have to tell you at the end. Arizona has never lost to Hawaii. They're five and zero against Hawaii. They actually opened up in Hawaii in 1998. I was 24 years old then, and they won 27 to six. The Wildcats. Heck of a quarterback-running back combination in Khalil Tate at QB, J.J. Taylor at running back, and they have a great tight end in Bruce Wolma. Their wide receiver crew's not so hot. But I also like Miami. I, I like Hawaii. Sorry, I like Miami too, but I like Hawaii. Fourth-year head coach, Nick Rolovich. Uh, his offensive line last year took some lumps. He played last year with a bunch of newbies. They have four returners this year. That should this should uh, this is gonna open up some holes. I think you know Arizona better better score with JJ Taylor and Khalil Tate because that offense for Hawaii is really good. And I'm not a big Kevin Sumlin fan. He was the former Texas A&M coach. He's at Arizona. Uh, Hawaii has 18 returning starters. Cole McDonald at QB. Passing to Cedric Bird, The running backs are solid with Dayton Fatura and Fred Holley. JoJo Ward's big play threat wide receiver. The defense, just like Arizona, is pretty weak. Uh, they have Kaufman Padelo, who can cause some havoc from the defensive spot, defensive end spot for Hawaii. Uh, quarterback Cornerback uh, Rosterman Ferris. And uh, linebacker Solomon Matu- Matuitua. And Pene Pavi give the rainbows a little bit of talent at every level of defense, but they're pretty thin on defense. I'm taking Hawaii with the 11 points. I'm also taking the over of 74 points. This will be a shootout. Darth wager. Wow,
2: I was just going to ask you what you were going to do on the over under
0: on that. Yeah, I saw a stat the other day when the over under line is over 80 points. It hits almost 70% of the time over.
2: Because most people see 80 and immediately go on
0: there. Right, right.
2: You know, um, that's scary That's scary because we're both, we we have the same exact text week one.
0: I know. I know. You jinxed me on Monday. Uh, I, I thought you jinxed me on Tuesday. I read that tweet late <laughs> Well, we yeah, had the same baseball you- picks. Uh, all right, Darth. Hey, Um Want any baseball stuff? Weekend's coming up. Anything you're looking at? You've been on fire all baseball season. You get the fit picks. The picks are now available at two places. We're going to start turning it over to gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. The picks will be there. And we'll still have them at jeffreyblander.com probably until through September. But the picks uh, in the future will only be at gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. That includes baseball, football, college football, just uh, so you know that. What are you looking for? Um, my picks are, have to do with the New York, New York. Uh, I'm picking against the Mets, and I'm picking with the Yankees. Ooh. Mets have been in fuego. So have the Yankees, though. Yeah, I mean,
2: Oakland's won the last two games, and the Mets have lost, uh, won the last two games against the Indians. I figured both
0: are due for a win. But I don't know when you're putting out this podcast, though. I'm putting it. it It's coming out Thursday about 3 o'clock, so I think you're safe. Oh, perfect. It'll make it in there. All right. All right, Darth. Anything else to add for the good of the podcast on your ride home from work or you're up to New Hampshire or something like that?
2: Driving to New Hampshire? All I have to add is the weather better be fucking nice.
0: Uh, they're talking mid seventies. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Beautiful weather uh, in New England.
2: And sidebar: How fast do you think Joel is at a tornado touchdown in Hampton when we moved from there?
0: <laughs> oh, one! It did touch down. With uh, there was like we were watching the radar. It was coming right for our house. The thunderstorm with the hook part, and it it veered north. But one actually did touch down, huh?
2: From what I got from my weather guru, uh, my other weather guru, yeah, one touched down on Route 6 in uh, Hampton.
0: On the road? It, it looked like that storm was following Route 6 the whole way. And it, National people are probably going, what the hell are they talking about now? <laughs>
2: yeah. Sorry. Sorry, national people. Sorry. The- Our old house.
0: It, tu- it, tu- it turned into local channel three news and weather update. At the end of the podcast.
2: <laughs> you can cut it out anyway.
0: Nah, I'm gonna leave it in. Fuck it. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Darth. We'll uh, catch you next week. while we'll more some co- more uh, college football picks. All right. All right, Darth. See ya.